At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, so Lombardi Line, week six in the NFL. You got a 13 3 lead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Same he, thing. Called, he did something smart. He did something smart. He let the clock go all the way down and called the timeout. They can't execute. They dropped more passes. Did Jacksonville practice this week? Or were they just were they touring? <laughs> they were they touring the museum? Were they over there touring the Churchill Museum? Did they go to the war museum? I mean, seriously. How many more drops? Now he's going to pass up the field goal. Now he's going to pass up the field goal. Of course. What do we? Hey, I just want to give a warning. This today's show is not safe for work. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Nobody's safe. Fourth and fourth and six, and they're going to get the ball back at midfield at the thirty-five. If we don't get this, it'll be a 52, 53 yarder. All right, go ahead. Give it to me. Fourth and oh, we six. We got it. We got it. Fourth and six. We got it. Ran a little smack. I see. I knew you were a Jags route. fan. You said we. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm key. just, I'm coaching, I'm coaching both teams here, Patrick. I'm coaching both teams here. <laughs> no, I, you I, know? Hey, you're hosting a national they, show. You're, and you're coaching the Jags. You're coaching the they, Dolphins. They, they played zone to it and, and, and they had it. I mean, the last play they played man to it and he had it wide open. I'll tell you something here. That's not being, this Trevor Lawrence is going to be sensational. He's going to be really good. And if I could buy stock in Anthony Richardson at Florida, I would do that right now, too. He's going to be great. He's not going to be really good. He's going to be great, that kid. When the that Jets. kid's going to be great. But, no, I mean, please. that's the same way I felt. The same way when I saw Lawrence is the same way I felt when I saw Richardson. There's nothing that kid can't do. The only thing that can mess him up is, is Mullen messing him up. When the Jags rally and win the Super Bowl this year, we're going to have an uncomfortable show. Uh, anyway, no, we're not. there's no chance. You, come on. You want to go make that bet? You want to make that bet? I'll take the bet. I'll get take your you money bet. and I won't even make the bet. Liar. I, I won't even I won't even make the bet. All right. Kingsbury out your boy Basaccia in with Gruden resigning. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. Jags Christian just Mc... scored a touchdown. They scored. Uh, just scored a touchdown. What now, a just throw. For the record. What a throw. Now, the so we understand this. Miami's playing without Xavier Howard or Byron Jones. They've got their two backup corners in the game. So attack down the field, and they did. What a play. Marvin Jones, your Jr. Boy Mar- yeah. Marvin Jones, Jr. There you go. Why would, we, why would we need a playmaker like that with the Lions when you can run the football in 2021? <laughs> but I digress. Another note, McCaffrey to the IR. But let's do this. We haven't discussed it. Shout yeah. to Nesson, our audience up in New England. And, uh, again, this number with Dallas in town, open four and a half. It's been bet down to three and a half, even though, as you know, Michael, the majority preponderance of the money on the Cowboys right now. Yeah, no doubt. And this is going to be a really tricky game. I think the Patriots have to play it a certain way. They've got to play from in front, Patrick. They've got to force the, them to Dallas to not control the pace of the game, a little bit like what the Bucks did. You know, the Bucks got to play from in front. It's one of the few teams. And the same thing with the Chargers. When the Chargers were able to post 2017 game, you've got to force the Cowboys to go in, to play as from behind, not as front runners. The thing I think that's most impressive about the Cowboys, you know, I've said this all offseason about Dan Quinn. You know, his defense was too much Pete Carroll. Well, one thing I give Dan Quinn credit for, 
Dan Quinn got fired. He went back home, and he basically did a self-analysis. And he said, you know what? The Pete Carroll defense is dead. And so he's running a little bit of Mike Zimmer stuff. He's running a little bit of other things on the team, and it's helped us out. Then Now they're playing. They're not doing a ton, but they're not doing cover three spot drops. They're playing enough, mixed enough blitz zone. They're not blitzing a lot, but they're doing enough, and they've got speed on the field. I think Dan Quinn has done a remarkable job, and hats off to him because I think it's a lesson in terms of learning what he was able to overcome. He got fired playing too much. He watched the Atlanta defense get better when he left as opposed to when he was there, and he took the challenge. And this has really been the key to the Cowboys. They've been able to turn the ball over, and they've been able to. They should have kicked the ball in play there, make them return it. Anyway, that's just because I digress. And so I think that's been key. Now, for the Patriots, they've got to win on first down. They've got to stay ahead of the chains, and they've got to have some balance in their game. They can't go into this game with eight, eight carries for minus one yard. They've got to be able to have some balance in this, and, and they've got to get some stops. They must get some stops. It's going to be a huge challenge for them. Patriots don't score very many points. They don't get it in the 20s very much. They've won a game 25-20. They won a game with 27. This is going to be a real challenge for them. Cowboys, last team standing ATS. They're 5-0 and ATS. And I'm going to say something that's I, I never thought I'd say. The Cowboys are fun. That's a fun team to watch on offense. The issue today for Mac Jones, and, and you just nailed it, the scoring I think they're 9-1 their last 10 at home to the under. But also the bad news is a rookie quarterback pressed into trying to keep up with this offense. He's going to have to throw more. Yeah, yeah and they're going to have to – he's going to have to take the profits. You know, there's going to be throws, and Josh McDaniels will do a good job of giving him some easy throws, but they're going to have to be able to stay. They can't have the holding. Now, the one good thing for the Patriots, they get their line back. Maybe Isaiah win at left tackle. I think they've activated a bunch of these guys off their injured, off their COVID list. So it's going to give them a great opportunity to almost throw an interception there. But, you know, I mean, they've got to be able to do that. Of course, throw it wide open to a guy down the field. Why not? You know, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I digress. No, no, don't digress. You don't want to watch. Keep you, you don't want to watch. No. You don't want to watch a game with me. It's miserable. It's just you know. It's like you know. It's just I. You know. If you don't get in a little quarterback's face, then don't 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 ask him. Don't, don't be surprised when he makes a little bit of plays. Make Tua play big. Billy is a lucky woman, is what I'll say. Your wife Why is that? Because oh. she gets to watch the games with you for, what, 30-plus years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, no. hey, speaking of which, this would be a good time, Stephen Bond. Let's go ahead and load it up. You know what? I got a surprise for you. I got a surprise for you. I got a surprise for Millie, and I got a surprise for everybody. We got a video today, speaking of New England and Dallas, uh, that I want to oh, run. And I believe it's King Dominic running the board, just like Grandpa. And we're ready to okay. go. Go ahead and roll it. Who Steven. do uh, the Patriots play? Cowboys. Who? Let me see this. Who do the Panthers play? The Vikings. Who do the Kansas City Chiefs play? The Washington football team. Good. <laughs> Who do you didn't the say it wrong. Browns play? This is the best. The Cardinals. Who do the, the <laughs> Who did the Buccaneers play? Eagles. Who won? The Bucks. <laughs> Don't say middle eight, kid. Do Don't say middle eight. <laughs> He'll know the middle eight. Trust me. He'll know the middle eight. Oh my All right, good job, okay, guys. One more. That is <laughs> that's Dominic. Who do so what? Play? So what has to happen? Here we go. Go ahead, Michael. Here, here's what happens every week. His father has to give him what he calls his call sheet. 
And so his call sheets are just basically all the logos of who's playing. And then he spends the entire week re studying that call sheet. So when I call him up and ask him a question, I said, Dominic, who are the Chiefs playing? And then he tells me. Now, for some reason, the Arizona Cardinals have become the undefeated Cardinals. I don't know how that got together. <laughs> if they lose today, I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, that's what he does. He's kind of very good at it. He's got a pretty good memory. And he's got this board of all these magnets that he can maneuver around like it's his draft board. So that it's call sheet, he looks like Matt Nagy on draft night with that call he did. sheet. No, he I, did. I thought he was going to start he did. wallpapering. He's got his call sheet. His mother took the call sheet from him. She didn't want him cheating on it. How about that? That's, of course, grandson of Michael Lombardi and Millie. That's, <laughs> he's a king, Dominic. Okay, just quickly to recap, the, the total, I was a little off here, 8-1 over the past nine to the under. You got a total set at 49 and a half. In a Patriot game, do you have thoughts on that over/under? Well, I think you know, 50 look, and a half. The by the way, we're up to fifty-one. I think here. if the Patriots win, I think it's got to be the under. I mean, I think this is a 27-24 game. That's fifty-one, right? At 28-24, 28-25. I mean, anything on the over, no chance. Patriots. Uh, Patriots aren't getting the thirty. This isn't the same team that they once were. Miami's attempting a fifty-eight yarder here, up three. As time expires, not close. Jacksonville takes momentum. Cheerio. Cheerio. They get the ball to start the half. There we go. They won, they won the middle eight. Gosh, you know, Urban, you can't stop him. He knows what he's doing. It's all good. <laughs> you, backed, you backed yourself. I mean, listen, they came back. That was a beautiful throw by Lawrence, to be fair. To, oh, my God. This guy's going to be so good. If he ever, I mean, look, they can run the ball. This Robinson kid is really good. You know, their offensive line isn't great, but look, let's be honest here. The, the Miami defense is struggling. They can't really rush the passer. They don't have their starting corners. They need to come out in this second second half. If I were them, I'd come out and I'd go no tempo. I would go tempo. I would try to get into them and lock them into a formation and make them have to play constantly and get them to play some base stuff And because they can't get into a man-to-man -man game. They can't cover. This quarterback should be the difference maker in this game. There's no denying who the better quarterback on the field is. I, I mean, get, just think about that throw. Yeah, it was a gorgeous throw. I want to get you the halftime number here. As we head to the half in London, I'll give you those updated numbers here just in a second. We haven't discussed. Why don't we start now? Then we'll carry this over. Let's start with the new head coach in Vegas as Vegas travels yeah. to Denver. I mean, this is a lot of stuff going on with this team. And Denver is laying five no off the doubt. three and a half opener. I mean, that's amazing that Denver's getting this much action, Patrick. I mean, I'm shocked by it because Denver was really bad last week. Bridgewater did not yep. play well right? Bridgewater struggled. Now, Judy comes back off of IR. That's going to be critical for Denver. Denver offensive line did not play well in Pittsburgh, right? And I, and I, their defense, they couldn't stop the Najee Harris from running the football. I'm shocked this number's going up to five. I am shocked. I thought it would go the other way. Uh, and I guess what people are saying with this number is if you're going to lose a $100 million coach, he's got to be worth at least a point or two, right? Is that what we're well, saying? Well, you did, and I, I loved your point earlier in the week. You, you go coordinators, and essentially the defensive coordinator is Fangio for the Broncos. You do think he has an advantage more over Olsen, who's going to be calling plays, as opposed to Gruden. No doubt. And, and look, they've they got to play well. I mean, Brandon Parker last week at right tackle for the Raiders was bad. And then they moved Leatherwood into right guard. He was bad. 
But but Denver did not put enough pressure on a bad Pittsburgh offensive line last week. You know, and they went right after Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller had a really bad game for the Broncos last week. He did not cover well. Gave up a touchdown to, to Chase Claypool. Gave up a pass interference call. It was not a good week for him. And the Raiders, with their explosiveness on offense, but they will miss Gruden's ability to call the game. Well put. Well put. Okay, right now the Jags are laying a half. Half a point in the second half. The total for the second half is 24. We'll keep you updated there. When we come back, I want to delve a little bit more into this game uh, coming up in Cleveland with Arizona in town as we continue. It's heavily bet on the board right now. It's Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's horse racing. That means first bet. They want you to get ready for the Breeders' Cup. Chance to win $1,000. Lots of money. Prizes. VSEN.com slash horses. Grand prize winner is going to have $1,000 right before the Breeders' Cup coming up November 5th on Friday there. Plenty of runner-up prizes as well. VSEN.com slash horses. Terms and conditions apply. Again, it's VSEN.com slash horses for more information. As we welcome you back in, a spirited show, to say the least. Miami up 13 to 10. (sighs) (laughs) Why? Why so exasperated? Well, I mean, it's just exhausting watching this. You know, this is exhausting. I mean, you know, it's like I need a, I need a, probably going to need a drink after this at 11 o'clock in the morning. I mean, this is like ridiculous. I can imagine being the general manager of, uh, of watching. I mean, look, Miami's not much better either. You know, but this is a game about adjustments, right? If you go in at halftime and you're Jacksonville, you got to say, look, we got to take away the short passing game. Let's play some cover two. Let's take away some of the, these, these easy throws we're giving them. Let's put some pressure, force them into running the football. You know, jam the receivers, reroute them, make sure that, they don't, that he doesn't have easy throws to throw the ball and make him have to stay in the pocket and beat us and see if he can. The number right now in game, two and a half. The Dolphins are laying it. That was seven and a half at one point. So it's down to two and a half, 47 on the total. So tremendous. Um, and by the way, John Goulet brought up a great point. Uh, this is the NFL does this for us in the Lombardi line. It's Urban Meyer. If it was like McVay versus Reed, we'd be bored because they'd be doing things the right way and you'd be bored. We got this is a good yeah, matchup no for doubt. us here on the Lombardi line to watch in game. Right now, you know, I, I think I think that's true. But, you know, you still want to see it the right way. I mean, two is 19 for 29 for 187 yards in the first half. So he's basically thrown 30 passes for 187 yards. You know, and longest, so that... Yeah. that the, yeah, a lot of flats. Yeah, lo- longest gain is... It, well, he's got a 25-yarder to Smith the tight end. That's his longest gain. But look, I mean, Trevor's 12 for 20, you know, and he's got 147 yards. The most heavily bet, our buddy John Ewing, thank you, BetMGM. We love BetMGM. The most heavily bet game on the board is the cards at the Browns. We saw Dominic discussing this game, so let's discuss it, shall we? We'll <laughs> delve into it. Yes. Good job, Dominic. We'll delve into it a little bit yeah. more here. Again, I do think the Kingsbury miss is huge because he's hyper-obsessive about you know running that offense. There's a rhythm to the play calling, and he's going to no miss doubt. this with COVID. I mean, he's going to miss it. There's going to be wind. And then here's what I don't think anybody's talked about this week at all. We have is the shoulder of Kyler Murray. I mean, go back and watch him try to make that throw that Hopkins made an incredible catch on. But it was vastly underthrown, and it had no zip on the ball. I think his shoulder bothered him in that game. Now, I'm sure this week it'll come back, but 20-mile-an-hour wind, if he gets hit on it, is Miles Garrett going to be the same player he was earlier in the year? No left tackle, no Rodney Hudson at center for the Cardinals. They've got a bunch of guys going through their team 
uh, with injuries. And, and I think this is the perfect opportunity for the Browns. They can run the football. You know, Kareem Hunt's beat up, but they can still run the ball. If they're, both their tackles are supposed to play in this game, offensive tackles, I think it sets up well for the Browns in this game to play well and to beat the undefeated Cardinals, as Dominic would say. Okay, so there's a couple things. One, Chandler Jones, his value to this team defensively can't be under, can't be overstated, right? I, he's set to miss no. the game. COVID's a little covert. We're trying to gather the information, but he's set to miss the game, Chandler Jones. We should know here in the next – I mean, it's either he's going to be on the inactive list or not, you know, and so – we will know here what's going on. But I, I do anticipate that he – I don't think he's been removed off the COVID list. I haven't seen anything about that, you know. Uh, so I, I think to me this is going to be that – and you don't have him in the game. You know, it, it's going to be hard. Now, the Browns, are they love to run the ball left. They love to run it to their left. And they're good at running the football. And they move Chandler around quite a bit. And I, and I just felt like last week the Cardinals offense, you could just tell last week, there was something missing in that Cardinal offense. I think the 49ers played great. Don't get me wrong. But only scoring 17 points. Murray wasn't the same Murray. He was not the same Murray. And, and it's kind of been hush up. He's on the injury report for shoulder. Now, he didn't miss practice, but I think there's more concern there. And I'm shocked this line isn't moving more towards the Browns. It opened to two and a half. It went to three. I'm surprised it doesn't move even more to three and a half. Yeah, Cleveland's painted three across the board, hosting Arizona. I'm glad you asked about the weather. It's going to be windy AF. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be 60 degrees, but it's going to be gusts over 20 miles an hour here in Cleveland. Yeah, and we've seen this happen to them last year, last October, November. We saw the gales off of Lake Erie come in early, and it affected them. And then they, they had that streak where they beat Indianapolis at home. You know, uh, Phillip Rivers had a hard time throwing the ball. Then they beat they beat the Texans. The Texans only, and the, and they, and they, and the Raiders, they lost to the Raiders 10-3 in that game. Remember those three games? They had three straight home games, and they won two of them. Really kind of – they lost to the Raiders, I think, 10-3. to They beat the – they beat the, the Texans, it, but all those games were low scoring. I think this is, that's why that, I think that's why this number at 48 and a half is so low weather. No, Nick Chubb, Cleveland leads the NFL. They rush, they attempt 35 rushes a game, Michael, which is wild. They're going to run the ball. They're, they're so good at running zone. Billy Callahan, the line coach in Cleveland, they do such a good job of running the outside zone. They know who they are and they marry the play action pass to it. They didn't bring Landry up. Beckham's got to have a good day. You can attack this secondary. Now you got to block them. And if Chandler Jones isn't there, you know, then I think it becomes an easier proposition. I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns won by double digits. I think the Browns really will play well today. I, I think the Cardinals have kind of been teetering a little bit here. They have, you know, they got away with one last week. It was a lot closer game. If you were on the Niners in the five, I'm not sure you had the wrong side. They, they had the ball at the one-yard line. They, almost, they had to review it. I thought it was a touchdown. It wasn't, you know, so that that play – and then the Niners had many opportunities in that game to come back, and they just couldn't quite do it. And to your point, if you saw something with Murray and an inability to drive the ball, specifically in this wind, this is a Browns team that stops the run. They're second best against yeah. the run. And the Cardinals like to run the football, obviously, with the quarterback leading the way. Yeah, I, and I'm surprised nobody's made a bigger deal of it. You know, nobody's talked about it. I mean, I'm just trying to see if he's on the injury report. I don't see him here. You know, I, I've got to go to another website to get the injury report. And but I, I think – Go ahead. I, I just think to me it was, I, it was noticeable on the tape. Good. It was noticeable on the tape watching him this week. It, it, he was not the same player, you know, that, that we had typically seen. Let me just go here real quick, Patrick. Well, this, I like the way you website. put that because if you combine Michael's take on Murray with the wind and the Browns' ability as they get healthier on defense to stop the run, 
I think that adds up. I think you can tell which way Michael's leaning here with the Browns. All right, so on the injury report this week, he was limited. Right shoulder. I mean, it's it. right there. They're telling you. It's right there. Now, we'll see early in the game where that shoulder is and how he handles hits and how it goes from there. You know, so I think that's going to be the key. Now, we don't have Chandler Jones on this injury report because he's on the COVID list, so he doesn't show up on the injury report. Baker, where are you right now on him? I mean, Baker played well last week, but Baker has to play from in front. I mean, Baker's at his best when he can play from in front. He doesn't have to play in a drop-back pass game, and he can do the things that he does, you know, throw in the wide-open receivers, and they'll get an opportunity. They'll get an opportunity off of all these play-action fakes to really have some guys that are open. I, I think they'll have an opportunity to do that. Other factor, Kelvin Beecham. You know, he's limited with ribs, so the left tackle's going to be out, could be hurt, right? And then we know the center, Rodney Hudson, he's out with – he did not practice all week. Hopkins has got some kind of cold. He's got it. I think COVID's running through the team. Just like we thought opening weekend, Tennessee, Arizona, we thought Tennessee had a lot of COVID cases. We went the other way and took the Cardinals, and we're right. I think this is the same situation here. We're underway in the second half. Jacksonville, who closed out well, middle eight. Closed out well in that second, in that first half. They start with the ball. It was a struggle. Down, it was a struggle. Down three. Trevor Lawrence bails him out with a beautiful throw uh, to, you know, pull within three and make this a ball game as we get underway in the second half. And don't cry for Cleveland with Chubb being out. Kareem Hunt can start for a, a bunch yeah. of teams in this league. No, no doubt. And he's a good player. And, and you know, they, and they'll utilize their other backs and they'll utilize their ability to play action. Look, the one thing we know about play action, you don't have to run the ball to get people to buy into play action, especially a team like Cleveland who runs so much of it. So this will be a good opportunity. Now, Kevin Stefanski hasn't lost two games in a row in his career. It's a home game. I think it's a big game for Cleveland. I, they, they can't, you know, they've, they've given away two games. I mean, they've given away two games. They gave away the Chief game. They gave away the Charger game. They can't give this one away. Now, we're going to talk with Thomas Moore. And Jacksonville got into first and 15, which is just that they, they shoot themselves in the foot more than any team. I mean, first and 15, we got zero pressure, you know, and, of course, he gets it tipped, you know. This is where I think really where Jacksonville, young quarterback, you know, first at 15, he saw the pressure. You needed to kind of check out of it. But what happens is because they're so late getting the play in, he can't do that. And it becomes a problem. You end up running bad plays. And that's what hurts you. You know, and that's really what hurts you a little bit. You got to get him out there and let him kind of see it. And so you get him because he's too smart to have a negative, a bad play like that. Now, this drive will probably be over because, you know, second at 15. <laughs> Last year, it's no. just the way it is. I mean, this is the way they've been all year. I mean, Jacksonville can't overcome it. Last year, no expectations for Miami. This year, you discussed it. Expectations, and they're completely full oh, underneath throw. the pressure. This this Lawrence is ridiculous. He, he's I mean, he just a made a seam throw. He just made a seam throw, and he had pressure in his face coming off the edge. Oh but this tight goodness. end hasn't blocked anybody. This tight end in protection. I mean, somebody tell Urban to not leave the tight end on the defensive end in protection. He's not going to get the quarterback killed. Perfectly placed. He's going to get the defender. quarterback killed. Lawrence stands in the. Yeah. Front. I mean, he's just he's he's remarkable. He's great. I mean, he anybody tells me he's not great. Let can we have this conversation again, please? Yeah. Can we have it now, uh, please? Do whatever the hell you want. Got I, I, I love you, man. Get 85 hey. out of protection, please. The Rams oh are the most heavily bet game at BetMGM. Yet the numbers going the Giants' way. We'll see if it's happening there at the Borgata as well. Thomas Gable next here Lombardi Line. It's B. Sin, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on V-CIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. 
Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. We got an update coming in London, but first, NBA season right around the corner. Check it out, NBA betting guy. This is incredible. I was just leaping through it yesterday, actually. Jonathan Von Topel and our experts, this is the best one. It's $9.99. If you don't pay $9.99 to have this with you the whole entire season, strategies, best bets, you're insane. In-depth analysis from experts, daily betting tips, it's awesome. Download it right now. Go straight to your inbox. You can look it over while watching football. vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, just to give you an idea, as we say hi to Thomas Gable, runs the race in Sportsbook. There you see the Borgata. And you see in the background to the left, Loving if you watch it. it, you see the boys, Michael Lombardi and Thomas Gable. It's a beautiful, it's the best casino on the East Coast. Uh, quickly, and no Thomas, doubt. you know this, the Dolphins about a half hour ago were laying seven and a half in-game. Robinson just scored the Jags now in-game lane two and a half. That is the topsy-turvy nature of in-game betting. Hi, Thomas. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hello. I'm here with the uh, number one Miami Heat fan in the country. <laughs> yeah, I think Michael the Heat's Lombardi. too low in the guide. I and really Jags do. I have a bone too. to pick with JBT. Jags, Jags fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, Jags I, I'm fan. a fan of the middle eight. I mean, finally, they, the Jags never doubted they were going to win the middle eight. They scored 14 points right there. You know, they, they won it. it so Where'd we you close? It, Where'd you close? Anyway, we were... I'm just curious where he closed this game. On that game. Uh, this closed. Three. Okay. Yeah. So that's the number. Every, every, you know, we were just talking before we came on the air. Is this, this giant game, and I'll let Thomas kind of go through it. Crazy. But it is just all crazy, right? Yeah. This is, uh, so the Rams opened as 10 and a half point favorites. Now, of course, when, when the line opened, you know, Things looked very dire for the Giants. I mean, no everybody Daniel was going Jones, to be out. Right, yeah. Barkley, everybody was going to be out with injury. So, um, but you have really seen this line. This line is now down to seven and a half here. Wow. Um, so it's just been crazy. When you look at these splits on this game, 80% of the tickets are on LA here. This is just here, Borgata. 88% of the money is on New York. <laughs> wow. So we're just taking a ton, a ton of Giants money. Uh, certainly there's been respected money that has hit this game earlier in the week. It's still coming in. Um, so, yeah, it's it certainly looks like um, we're going to need the Rams here, but uh, you know, we'll see. It's, you know, that's Thomas an early game and I, today. we were just talking too, Patrick. You know, the, one of the things if you're in a contest, what you want to be able to do is get the best number, right? Because Circa or the Westgate, whoever contest you're in, they put out the numbers on Thursday. So, th what you want to do by Sunday is you want to be on the right side of that number, right? So, we were surprised when we looked at it. The Giants weren't one of the most picked teams. And here it is, nine and a half in the contest. Now, we know the, the Packers at four and a half that goes to six. Everybody was on the Packers. They're one of the most bet teams. But I think the key to winning a contest is to be on the bet, have the better number. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately it. That's why I was surprised the Giants weren't more of a, of a, of a, of a, a sharper play for contestants. Yeah. yeah, I mean, long term, that's the that's the key closing line value. That's what you want to get. Yep, you nailed it. And our our sponsor, of course, BetMGM. They have the most tickets written on the Rams as well, just like you do at the Borgata there, TG. Uh, next one up, where are you at on the Packers in Chicago? Yeah, so this is a, another one that we're, we're just talking about. Packers open up four and a half point favorites. This has gotten as high as six. It's now back down to five. We've seen respected Bears money show up here today. Um, I mean, Bears coming off that win against the Raiders where they had that run first game plan uh, last week. They ran for 30, 37 times. They ran the ball for 100, over 140 yards. Um, 
the, they also held the Raiders under 300 yards, which is the first time this season a, a team has done that. And, of course, the Packers played that uh, game marred by missed field goals uh, with the Bengals. They were missing three of their five starting offensive linemen in that one. But um, this, is, uh, this is another one here where it's kind of skewed. We have a lot more tickets written on the Packers. Uh, and But at the moment, we have more money on Chicago. Yeah, uh, that surprises me. I think is the injury report, which we're going to know here in a little bit, some of the, the key inactives. But without Akeem Hicks, I kind of have a feeling you can throw the ball. I felt that the Raiders could throw the ball. But the, obviously last week, with all the uncertainty, with all the drama going on in Las Vegas, that didn't prove out to fruition. The, I think the Packers understand how to play this scheme. They're 7-3 and three against the spread against the Bears under with Matt Nagy. My question to you is, I don't know how the Bears score enough to kind of stay in this thing without it becoming, yeah. if it gets 14 to nothing or 17-3, and, and Fields has to participate in the game, then I think it becomes really problematic. Yeah, if, they're, if they're playing from behind, that's going to be the problem. Yep. Hicks, Robinson, Mack, all in for the Bears. The next one, Chargers-Ravens. I'm seeing a lot of two and a half. So are you still sticking three with the Ravens at the Borgata? Yeah, this game is still three here, uh, but you're, you're right there. You, you can uh, shop around and probably get two and a half. Uh, but, yeah, we are still three here. This game opened three and a half, um, total 49 and a half. You, you've seen the total increase here to 51. And all I can say is for the Chargers, I mean, you really have to admire the difference between uh, Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley. I mean, what a, what a world of difference uh, a year makes. And, uh, the aggression there that he, he has shown with uh, the play calling and, and going forward on fourth down. Um, it went for it from the Chargers' own 24 in the third quarter there last week when they were down by 14, they converted. But when you have Justin Herbert at quarterback uh, and he's playing at the level he is, you, you should be taking those kind of risks. So uh, one thing that they haven't done this year very well, and that's stop the run. And, you know, the Browns, Certainly the, the best uh, rushing team. They, they exposed that last week. And here they, they come up against a really good, another good running attack here in Baltimore this week. I, I think Baltimore has a lot to prove defensively. I mean, they were, they were not very good last week against Carson Wentz. And they, they had a hard time getting off the field. They're going to have to do a better job. Now, there's no Brian Balaga. The offensive line is a little beat up for the Chargers. Can they, can they, are they able to do some things in that game. I, I, I think that's going to be the key to the game. Can they get some pressure on Herbert? And the other key to the game is, can Herbert actually, can they control the ball? If the Ravens have this ball 36, 37 minutes, it's going to be really hard for the Chargers to make explosive plays like they did against the Browns. Gave up too many one-play drives and scores, or two-play drives or three-play drives. That's going to be the key. TG, how was the Saturday there at the Borgata? How'd you end up doing? Uh, worked out well. We had a good day yesterday. Um, some of the, the bigger decisions that we had later in the evening uh, went our way. The, uh, the Tennessee Ole Miss game, uh, even with that fiasco there at the end with, with what happened with the fans there, uh, that worked out well for us. We needed Ole Miss in that one. Um, Utah, we got beat up in Utah's game uh, late there a little Arizona, bit. But, people uh, on Arizona State, huh? No, no, no. They had Utah. Oh, had okay. Utah. I got it. All right. Yeah, because yeah, Utah was one of our plays. I thought that that was a that you know going into Salt Lake is always a tough place yeah. to play. 
Definitely. You know, the one we were talking about, Patrick, and I know we don't want to talk much about college today, but the one that still blows me away is how the Mississippi State-Alabama game just stayed at 17 all week. To me, that was stealing money. Mm -hmm. There was no way Mississippi State was going to hang with them. You know, I just we said it yesterday, so I'm not, I'm not second-guessing no, it or right. You're right. acting like a genius here. But to me, it just that never made any sense. And nope. your buddy at uh, A&M had a big day, Yeah, too. Jimbo. Jimbo Jimbo covered for me. Yeah, I, but, I, you know, it was finally nice to see Jimbo do something. Jimbo, yeah. Urban Meyer, and Michael Lombardi walk into a bar. Uh, Seattle, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick on Seattle and Pittsburgh. Where Are you up to five with Pittsburgh laying it? Geno Smith under center for the Seahawks? Yes, we are. Uh, so, again, uh, this opened three and a half, now up to five, and it's been at five for a couple of days here. Total's 43 in this one. Um, obviously, the big issue here with Seattle, no no Carson, no Russell Wilson. Uh, huge, huge drop-off between Wilson and uh, and Geno Smith when, when you do the numbers on this. So, uh, the offensive line has been inconsistent for Seattle. Um, you, know, you could say the same thing for the run game for them. And, you know, Pittsburgh finally showed some signs of life there on offense last week. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens here. But uh, I know we're, we're probably going to end up in Seattle here as uh, Pittsburgh is going to be uh, certainly the public play here. You know, I, I think to me, we're going to find out a lot about Seattle's roster. We're going to find out a lot about Seattle's roster here because, you know, John Madden had a great line. The quarter, a great quarterback is the great deodorant for a lot of your problems. And we're going to find out how much of a deodorant Russell Wilson has been, considering the fact that Seattle's defense averages playing 36 minutes a game. How do you play 36 minutes a game and have even won two games? I mean, you're playing doubleheaders. And without Russell Wilson, they weren't good on third down with Russell Wilson. Can they be good on third down against the Pittsburgh team that's going to be able to rush? Going to be a really interesting game tonight. Just your weekly reminder why Thomas Gable is generally in a good mood because the house generally needs the dogs and the unders this year across the NFL. The dogs are cashing at a 57% clip and the unders a little over 54%. We it's not fun to take dogs and unders, but that's generally where the money's made, right, Thomas? Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we talked about it, uh, after last weekend, um, you know, last weekend was the first, uh, losing Sunday that we had, uh, for the NFL. And, They'll be back. And, and They'll be was, back this that week. That was the reason why, exactly what, what Patrick uh, said there. So. Well, um, we're, we're all polling for you, Thomas, just so you know. We're always polling for I'm you. I'm sure you are, Patrick. In that beach sure house. Thomas yeah, Gable, Race and Sports Book Director. Enjoy it. It's going to be a busy Thanks, Sunday. TG. Thank you, TG. Thank you. Okay, there he goes, Thomas Gable. Right, stop Jax. by, get a selfie. Go, go Jags. <laughs> See, he wants the dog. I just told you that. We come back, run the board. Michael Lombardi, Josh is going to join as well. Here on the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, 200 bucks is yours at BetMGM, the king of sports books. Bet $10 to win 200 for new customers. Anybody scores today, you're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets. It doesn't get any better than that. Everything, in-game, a really, really usable interface. VSEN 200 is the bonus code VSIN200. Again, it's BetMGM, the king of sports books. BetMGM.com. We got you back here. Jacksonville's up 17 to 13 right now. Four minutes to play in the third. Michael, they're moving the ball as well, so we shall see. 
we're going to get to Michael's three-pack. We'll get to his picks. We welcome in Josh Applebaum as well. Josh, a quick market update for us. Yeah, just a couple update, guys. Uh, you know, Houston and the Indianapolis Colts. We've seen some continued money here on the Colts. This is interesting because uh, only 52% of bets at BetMGM are laying with the Colts, but they came into today around minus 10, up to 10.5. Now they're going to uh, minus 11 at a lot of shops. Uh, this would be a play, no Laramie Tunsil, betting against a rookie coach, rookie quarterback on the road. You also have T.Y. Hilton making his debut here for the Colts. Colts are kind of a sneaky survivor play as well. I think everyone's on the Rams, but guys, TG hit the nail on the head. An incredible, an incredibly uh, massive discrepancy bets versus dollars here uh, with that game with the Giants. Everybody taking the Rams, 80% of bets, but a big share of the money here on the Giants. And again, TG mentioned it, but that was nine and a half. Now it's down to seven and a half. Guys, this looks a lot like week four when the Giants went to the New Orleans Saints. Remember that game we did on Lombardi line? They were plus nine and a half, down to seven, end up winning by six. Uh, Galladay and Saquon are out, but Daniel Jones is good to go in uh, Kadarius Toney. And then also, guys, Chicago Bears. Uh, the Bears at home, uh, big lopsided play toward the Green Bay Packers. We just found out that a couple big players for Chicago are good to go here. Hicks, uh, Khalil Mack, Allen Robinson, all probable. That was Green Bay at one point, minus four and a half, all the way up to six. We're showing six on our board, but a lot of these books are falling back down to five and a half. So uh, that would match as a divisional dog, guys, at home. Uh, and you're also looking at these conference dogs that are 63% ATS so far. So a lot of moves here coming in, uh, you know, close to tip off. Great job, Josh. Chandler Jones officially out, Michael, as we throw up Michael's pick. So he is out. That's huge, Michael. So let's get to your plays. And yeah, I, I think it is huge. I think it is. I mean, these numbers, I mean, I've worked with these numbers all week. So I had the Browns yep. at two and a half. Yeah, the Ravens at two and a half, and, and I love the Giants at nine and a half. Now you can't get that anymore, and I understand that. I don't, I don't love it at eight. I got to be honest with you. I hate it at seven, uh, but you know that's what that was what it was earlier in the week. So that's kind of what I had. But uh, for me, those would be my three plays. I gave them out. I gave two of those out on Russo's show on Friday when the numbers were live. So it isn't like I'm inventing numbers. I'm just this is kind of where I was dealing with, and a lot of this comes from the numbers in the contest in case in case people are interested in those numbers too. So those are my three plays for today. No, as a matter of fact, that's a great example of timing. It's, 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 timing is so yeah, important. You got to be, you know, you, you got to bet it when the Browns two I don't and a half is a great why. number. I don't know why that number wasn't uh oh jeez. That's a huge turnover right there. <laughs> Dude, that is, that's that's a funny. huge turnover. Huge turnover right there for, for that. Jacksonville I don't just strip sack and recovered by Miami. Miami trails by four. Miami freaking out who's coming up that's next a momentum with the pregame show. That, that's a momentum turner right there because they were really they were trying to take a shot and of course they the offensive line. Nope, that ball's out. That's a fall. Nope. I don't know. I, it looks like I couldn't tell. Was it out, Patrick? Sack and a fumble to me. They went to commercial. It, it looked like a sack it and a fumble like to me as, yeah, no, that's out. Okay, 17-13, uh, they're going to break a minute, 18 to play in the third. In London there, Jacksonville leads. Let's try to get as many of these in as we possibly can. Houston's at Indy. Michael, we'll start with you. Indy, they need it. They're laying 11 and a half. We got 10 and a half. It's up to 11 and a half at some books. I mean, it's remarkable. I, I liked it. I, I'm going to take the Texans and the points here. I think they'll play well. Now, Tunsil's out. I think that really affects it. But I think 11, 10 and a half is a lot of points. I'll take the Texans here. Josh? I'm actually going to lay the points here, guys. Also, I'm in Survivor. This reminds me a lot of Tampa Bay uh, last week against Miami, where we saw that kind of same thing, nine and a half, ten and a half. And then right on game day, shoots up to 11 and a half. So uh, fade rookie coach, rookie quarterback, T.Y. Hilton making his debut. And also Jerome Boger, home ref. Uh, he's about 56% ATS to home teams. I'm actually going to lay it with the Colts here. Michael, Green Bay's off that key number of six. So if you want to lay five and a half, you can now. 
I'll take the five and a half for the Packers. I'll, I'll go in that direction. I, I think Rodgers will play well. They're nine and one against this team. I think Justin Fields is going to have to throw the football in this game. I think he'll make mistakes. I like the Packers. Okay, Josh. I'm going to take the Bears, divisional dog, kind of inflated line. Also, Packers banged up here in their secondary. A lot of, of their defensive backs are out for this game. Good injury report if you're a Chicago backer. Also, we did see some under money, 46 down to 44. Okay, good job. Kansas City, we're not seeing sevens. It's six and a half at Washington, Michael. Uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Washington football team here. I mean, just going strictly on my power rankings. I had this as a four-point game. I'm going straight on my power rankings here, Patrick. So uh, I, I liked it there. Uh, I don't trust the Chiefs to cover. I do think they win the game. I do think Washington will move the football on them. Stick to those numbers. What do you got, Josh? <laughs> I'm right there with Michael. I think this is kind of a, an interesting take where uh, most lopsided play of the day, nine out of ten bets saying, give me the Chiefs. We're under the seven. Just, you know, lay it. No questions asked. But why are you under the seven? Everyone's betting the Chiefs, but they were seven down to six and a half. Looks like a line freeze, little reverse line movement. I'll take the football team at home. Minnesota's at Carolina. It's two, two and a half with Minnesota laying it on the road, Michael. I'll, I'll take the two, two and a half. I, I think the Panthers went out right today. I think they'll play well. Good one, Josh. I'm going to go Minnesota. I like this dog to fave line move. They open plus one and a half. Then are minus two, minus two and a half. I got, I got a money line play here, guys. I don't like to lay one or two on a short number. Minus 140 win the game. Okay, Josh, stick with you. We know Michael's on Baltimore for his official play. What do you got? Baltimore's lane three now. So I'm going I'm to take Chargers here. We knew, we know Herbert, six and three ATS in his career. These short road dogs, three or less, 11, three ATS. You're at two and a half. It is now up to three. So you're getting that key number now. Also a teaser spot, two and a half to eight and a half. But I'm going to take Chargers as a short road dog. Michael, the Lions, Cincinnati oh. in town. Three and a half, Cincinnati's laying it. I'm going to take the Bengals here. Tua just, threw the the Tua the just threw the worst pick you're ever going to see, by the way. <laughs> I don't even know if there was a receiver uh, within... Brighton, wherever. I'm trying to think of a freaking city in the UK. Anyway, there wasn't anybody near him. I see Stephen A. Boyd, his hands up in the air. I see him. I didn't see the interception. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Well, you're going to throw up. I didn't see it. I was too busy. We got an incoming with the the fade. You know, that's coming up soon. We got it. Let's see. I want to hear your reaction. This is going to be good. I can't see it. I'm so far away from it. I couldn't see that. I got got probably better. Drawings all over <laughs> on the on the thing. Let me. Well, go, I got it coming down here. Let, hold on. Let's see. What's oh, he? They blew the coverage too, Patrick. What's he doing? They blew the coverage. Oh, he just under. He just underthrew the. He had a wide open oh, receiver. He just underthrew oh. it bad. Wide wide open receiver. He just underthrew it. Paging Jacoby. Oh. And there goes there goes our man. Uh, there goes our man uh, Trevor Lawrence going out and making a play. Look. You know, this that was a key moment in the game right there because it's 17-13 and you just they were coming down to score again and now all of a sudden, you know, Jacksonville's they could run this clay, keep get a game into the fourth quarter and have almost a two touchdown lead going in the fourth quarter. That's going to be huge. Okay, just answers boys. Cincinnati lane three and a half, Michael at Detroit. I'll take the Bengals. Okay, Josh. Detroit plus three and a half. Pretty good line freeze here on Detroit. We know we know Michael's on the Giants. Rams are lane seven and a half, Josh. I'm right there with Michael. Michael got a great number here, down to seven and a half. This thing, great discrepancy. I'll take the G-men at home. Michael's Lane, the Browns, where are you with Arizona in town three? I'm going to take the three uh, three here, guys. Maybe get to three and a half. Uh, this is another short road dog system match. Michael, Vegas is at Denver. Denver's Lane five. I'll take Vegas in the five. Okay, Josh? I'm with Michael. I'm not sure how this team is going to go with this Gruden stuff, but it's a pretty inflated number. That was a three opener. Now at five divisional dog on the road. Give me uh, give me the Raiders here. This is a big one, Nesson. Dallas, Michael's at New England, and Dallas is laying three and a half. I'm going to take the Patriots in the three and a half. Nice. 
Josh? Love it. Love this buyback. At one point, it was four and a half down to three and a half, even though everyone's on Dallas. Give me the Pats at home. Geno Smith in Seattle at Pittsburgh, and Michael, Pittsburgh's lane five. I'll take Pittsburgh. I'll lay the five. Okay. Josh? I'm going to go Pittsburgh, too, guys. Uh, you know I'm a contrarian, but Geno Smith, he's not getting my money today. Okay. Monday night. <laughs> that was funny. Monday night, <laughs> Buffalo at Tennessee. Michael, it's down to five and a half. Buffalo laying it. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Titans. I, I I think to me, I should take the, my numbers say the Bills, but I think the Titans will play well at home. It's a lot of points. I'm telling you, we're gonna talk on Monday. You're gonna talk on Tuesday, and you're gonna lose that bet because your numbers are well, generally then why right. Well, why are you asking me on no. Monday? Why are you asking me on Monday? <laughs> no, we'll talk I'm about saying it tomorrow. You, your numbers are genuine, <laughs> generally right. So be careful, uh, Josh. What do you got? Five and a half, six. I'm going to take the six. Wait this thing out, guys. Primetime dogs, 10 and 6 ATS this year. This thing's too high. Okay. We still have a minute to breathe. Michael, your final thoughts, what we've been witnessing here uh, so far in London. Well, I think, look, I think Trevor Lawrence is a star in the making. And if they could get this team kind of fixed defensively, they've got a chance. But this is a big game. I mean, if the, if the, if, they lose if Miami loses and goes to one and five. You know, they've given one of their draft picks away to Philadelphia, you know, and they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback. I mean, two has actually played half decent today, so he could kid you. But this is not a great defense to really measure yourself against. So, I mean, all the injuries, Miami's offensive line has been problematic. This second half has been about Tua's movement, his running more than his throwing. Barbecue in the fire pit today with the boys, Berman and the crew? We're going to... Now we're going right over here and sit in our little booth and watch the game. Got some games to watch. Oh, that's called gonna, VIP. Play a home game here today, Patrick. Get the gray goose ready. The <laughs> VIP. Here comes the squad. Josh, no, have a great Sunday. I need it after watching <laughs> it, guys. I need it after watching it. Great job. Enjoy it. The pregame show is coming up next with Femi and then the Green Zone. Seven hours of coverage. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line.